can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. Look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze, we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make product for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio 
brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Culture's Moto Ice Wrap as well as Traction MX Seat Covers. You can go to justifiedcultures.com right now and save 30% off your order by disc- by entering discount code BIGMX17. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we got none other than Stephen Clark. Stephen, how's it going? Um, good, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm happy to be on the show. Well, thank you for taking the call. Is it Steve or Stephen? Uh, it's actually Stephen, but uh, I'm known mostly by Scuba Steve, uh, if I'm honest. No one even actually probably knows my last name. <laughs> um, Fair yeah, enough. The, yeah, nickname I got years ago from Dave Millsaps, and it just kind of stuck. Davey Millsaps. Well, that that must mean that you train at uh, the, the vaunted uh, uh, MTF then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been here since day one. Uh, I actually used to ride at Colleen's house with Davey as a kid on 85s uh, before they built MTF. And uh, and then once they built it, I've, I mean, I've been a member ever since. And uh, yeah, I've had you know, plenty of time over here in the States and I love it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, b- based on your, your, the, uh, the the way that you speak, you got a bit of an accent going on. Let's get to the bottom of that. I know when the gate dropped this last weekend in uh, in in St. Louis, people were asking a lot of different things. They're asking who's going to win the 250 main, and who in the heck is Stephen Clark? So uh, let's ask, answer the, the second side of that. So uh, um, who who the heck is who the heck are you? Uh, well, basically, uh, I'm from England. Of I've been over here a few years racing Supercross before, but um, I went back over to Europe and uh, raced the European Championship and won that in 2014. Um, but then, yeah, I uh, pretty much got uh, second in the British Championship last year. I got uh, robbed at the last round with some bike malfunctions or what have you, but yeah, it's motocross. And uh, I decided to come back over and give it another go at Supercross. Um, you know, we've, we've got a bit of a privateer deal going with a, a shop out of Texas, uh, Adventure Moto KTM. And uh, he gave me some help with some bikes, and uh, yeah, we'll just come back and have some fun, man. For sure, and uh, having uh, having fun on a motocross bike is no, uh, no is is a pretty easy task, if you if you ask me. <laughs> uh, no no better uh, job in the world than to uh, to twist the throttle for a living. But uh, for a guy who's a bit of a veteran, you said twenty seven years old, uh, doing it for quite some time, uh, some ups and downs, I'm I'm sure. But uh, it's been a long time since you uh, were on top of the world, so to speak, on uh, on little bikes, as you are an eighty five cc world champion. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah back when I was 15 years old, man. It was in uh, Czechoslovakia. It's one of the highlights of my career for sure. Um, you know, and then uh, when, in 2007, I got a, a Loretta's title, which uh, that was like my first year over here full time uh, training at MTF. And you know, I did like the whole amateur scene and uh, got picked up by Rockstar, the Rockstar Suzuki amateur team, and then uh, turned pro over here as well. Did a couple of years. I got. Fifth at Indy was uh, my best result in 2009, and uh, yeah, I've kind of been chasing chasing that since then. You know, trying to get back over here and do uh, you know what it took around the rest of the world, and just riding my bike. I actually, spent 
uh, like a year and a half in Australia as well. Did their Supercross and Motocross Championship, and uh, look, a lot of those guys are uh, some pretty cool guys down there. Um, and yeah, now like I said, back uh, trying to chase the dream. I got a bit of a shoulder surgery uh, right before the first round of East Coast at Minneapolis. So, you know, that, that kind of put me out. But, uh, yeah, made a debut at St. Louis and got a good start and uh, kind of put me back on the map. A total journeyman when it comes to uh, to motocross, man, whether it's uh, different continents, different classes. Uh, and it seems like uh, regardless of where you go, you find some success. Uh, and uh, for it being the first race of the year uh, or for, for you, uh, after I had some soldier surgery, I've had that uh, a similar procedure done myself. Um, what's the, sh- the shoulder stability like and how confident were you rolling into the uh, the, the the second turn of the main event, seeing uh, a familiar foe just right in front of you? Uh, you know, I mean, like I said, I've, I've done plenty of gate drops, uh, and, you know, and I know the routine, uh, you know, and uh, a start to start, you know, you don't have to be in shape for that, you know. I've only been back on the bike like a week and a half, but shoulder feels good. Um, you know, everything's all healed up. I got cleared on Tuesday before the race, and I just wanted to go and uh, get one under my belt after this, because we've got like a big break now. There's a three-week break, and, uh, if I missed St. Louis, it would have put me just out for just out for Rutherford and Vegas, which, you know, that that, that was kind of a, a waste of a year almost. So, you know, we just went and uh, and I'm, I was out of shape. You know, like I said, two months off the bikes a long time, and uh, I didn't get much box seat time before the race. So, you know, I'm excited coming up to uh, Rutherford. You know, I've got a month to uh, get my speed back up and everything, and uh, you know, try and impress a few more people. You know, we'll see. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, life at MTF, uh, you've been there for a long period of time. Kind of give us a, uh, uh, condensed version of how it's kind of evolved over the years and, uh, how it's benefited your program. Because obviously coming from across the pond, uh, this is an essential place for you to hone your skills, develop relationships, and ultimately find some sponsors that uh, have also helped you out as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I owe all of the success in my career to, uh, to Colin and the people at MTF. Uh, before then, uh, I was just a little local rider in England, and my dad gave me an opportunity to come over here and train, and uh, you know, just putting in the work with them, and uh, they're on a great program, and I've watched this place build up to something special now. You know, it's, uh, it's a big family-orientated uh, work over there, and you know, everything goes smoothly. Uh, you got like kids from 65s all the way to us pros out there, and we all, you know, kind of work together and stuff, and it's. Uh, good atmosphere to be around you know and, and i think it brings a lot of positive vibes to the races and um but you know it shows in uh, our guys results we've got jordan smith just won two in a row you know dakota alex he's out front almost every weekend off the start for sure and uh, uh yeah keith tucker again made a couple mains this year and lorenzo uh lorenzo lucrucio it's his first year pro and uh you know he's killing it and uh yeah um you know you, you can't you can't argue with the success rate over the years. And even, you know, all through the amateurs there, the kids are taking titles at each national. And uh, uh, it's kind of just like a, a key place for me because I've known Colin for so long now. She's like the, the second parent to me almost. Yeah. She used to cook for me when I was a little kid. And, uh, you know, I, I probably wouldn't sway anywhere away from there for my training because you've got everything you need in one like training facility and, uh, yeah, it's just a cool place to be, man. If you haven't been, I definitely recommend coming to check it out one day. 
Absolutely. Need to make that happen. Uh, maybe maybe uh, uh, Colleen will find some space for me and I can uh, do a whole uh, exclusive, get everyone from MTF on the podcast at some point. But uh, um, you yourself are a guy who's been at this for a long period of time. You're clearly dedicated to something, a uh, sport that uh, often uh, the, the, the athletes that uh, the put in the most amount of work with the least amount of uh, like tangible uh, results or or, uh, or money gained are those who are most passionate about it. What is it? What is it about this sport? What is it about this profession that keeps calling you back? Because uh, with some shoulder injuries, whether with some bike issues, this there and that way, uh, it, it's 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 not easy to keep picking yourself back up and uh, and putting yourself out there. Well, I mean, the way I look at it is, uh, I'm not fit out. I'm not fit for a nine to five job and. Uh... I've dedicated my whole life to this sport and, you know, I don't see a, an end at the tunnel yet, you know. I, I feel like I've still got a plenty more years in me. Uh, I'll be 27 in July, but, you know, I feel like 21. Uh, and I kind of feel I had a like a year off pretty much with a, a big wrist complication. I had a wrist replacement uh, out in Australia, actually, that was. Um, and after that, you know, my, I feel like I've had just another jump start on my career. Everything kind of fit into place again. And, you know, I've got that fire back inside me that, uh, you know, you know, pushes me to want to be at the front of the race or always better than myself and uh, whatever position I'm in. And, uh, yeah, so that was kind of what put me back over to Supercross. And uh, so I did uh, three scenes of it before. I rode for a team, uh, Suzuki City, uh, out of Biloxi, Mississippi. And uh, I always keep kicking myself, thinking I wish I knew back then when I was younger and, you know, like a bit healthier of a person. Uh, what I know now as far as riding and skills and stuff go and uh, I think it would be a lethal combination but you know uh, I think the old wise man's got a few tricks up his sleeve yet for the last few Supercross we'll see Fair enough. Well, hopefully, make some waves and uh, and and be moving uh, well into outdoors. Is 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 it your plan to ride outdoors at all, or is it to go back over overseas? What's your plan for two, for the summer of 2017? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely going to hit the first few outdoors because uh, after Vegas, only like a week or two between that and the start of the outdoors. So uh, once I'm out west, you know, I'll probably try and stay out there for a couple of weeks and hit the first two for sure. Uh, I mean, man, if I can pick up some sponsors or funding or something from somewhere, I'd love to stay and do the whole season. Um, you know, that, that's essentially the goal. And, you know, that was what I wanted to do before. Try and open some eyes at Supercross. But, uh, you know, the injury set me back, you know, two months. And, that you know, that kind of sucked. So we'll just see what we can do. You know, I, I'm going to do as many as I can. Uh, maybe when they come back east, it'd be cool to do some of those. And there was even talk about maybe going up to hit some of the Canadian nationals. Um, as that's actually the only professional televised motocross or supercross championship i haven't raced um around the circuit so you know it's definitely one i want to try and check off the list before i retire definitely well we, we i i got I, I i'm actually from canada i don't know i don't know if you know that but i'm from oh, canada right. cool. and uh um i would absolutely be on board to uh to put you on a machine uh at a national up here more 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 than willing to uh to help help you in that in uh in that avenue so uh things are already starting to click for for you on that side of things um no. yeah i appreciate absolutely. that yeah i'm i'm pretty good friends with uh cole thompson um his family um you know, especially his elder brother Jay. You know, I, I grew up with him here at MTF. He was a mechanic for one of the guys here, and uh, I've had a strong relationship with him over the years. And I just uh, actually caught up with him at Atlanta, and uh, they've got a nice big training facility up there. And I was going to try and maybe go stay and ride with them for a little bit and hit those. I think there's six East Coast races in a row. Yeah, um, the ones, hope you like yeah, sand. 
Yeah, yeah, I do. Mate, I grew up in Europe, man. Your sand ain't even sand <laughs> compared to what I've seen over in Lommel and Leroy. Fair and... enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I no, got to go cool. to Lommel. That stuff is, looks crazy. That's like a beach. Hey, honestly, mate, if my advice to you is don't even bother. Uh, every time I go there, <laughs> I, I don't know the bike, have a few crappy sessions and get all angry and just load up and go ride somewhere else. It's, I mean, it's an amazing facility and the guys have, you know, I mean, there's cameras that you can watch live riding during the practicing on the week, but it is just a, it's a man's track and you've got to be, a, you know, a sand specialist to get around there and any kind of fun. That's for sure. Fair enough, man. Well, um, what, who are some of uh, your, your best supporters or those who are really uh, making sure that you're able to get to the races every single weekend throughout this series right now? Uh, well, at the minute, um, it's uh, a big sponsor is, of mine is uh, Adventure Moto. Um, it's a KTM dealership uh, in Texas. Uh, it's a KTM Husky dealership, actually. He's one of the, I think, the biggest in the state. Um, you know, he's my main supporter. That's Brian uh, over there. Uh, they, you know, they set up suspension and too, so he's been... Uh, Don in the race bike with me and then and mechanicing at the races. Um, you know, I've got uh, my gear company is a guy actually, uh, Danny um, at Kenny in uh, Kenny Motocross Gear. So it's actually a European brand that's trying to make a break for it. This uh, you know these last, next few years over here in America. Um, you know, and he, uh, they've actually uh, funded a bit of the support you know to get me to the race and stuff like that. Uh, HGS exhaust, uh, Talon wheels. Breaking, Sunstar, you know, there's a there's a list of all like the other ones, uh, and obviously my parents, man, I, I you know, no one would be where they were in this sport without the backing of their parents, um, especially being from Europe and the, the sacrifices they've had to make over the years to uh, to get me here is incredible, you know. Uh, like this past weekend, St. Louis, my dad flew in on the Thursday night and we drove all the way up there, uh, then we drove all the way back to Atlanta on Sunday night and dropped him off, and he flew back home. Uh, to go finish out work this week, and you know I've done that trip myself as a you know as a young kid, and it it knocks me for six and takes it out of me. So as a 58 year old man, you know I know it's uh, it's tough on him too. So yeah, I've you know a lot of respect for them for you know always backing me, and obviously everybody at MTF. You know it's a big family down here, and uh, I, I couldn't thank them enough for everything they've done for me over the years. For sure, it sounds like uh, your old man's uh, uh, tougher than nails, man. And, and, and to uh, to help you out to to make your dreams come true over here is uh, is just the fatherly thing to do. And I'm glad to hear that he's been able to uh, to, to allow you to do that. Um, yeah, uh, like it's it's. It's guys like yourself that really strengthen this sport and this community. Guys who are willing to put it out, put it out there and work hard for it, and and realize that uh, if if they work hard enough, good things will come to you. Uh, what's uh, what kind of like the the greatest lesson that you've learned over your your long career? Because uh, it sounds like you've uh, you faced some adversity, my friend. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, the biggest lesson I've learned is uh, you get knocked down nine times, get up ten, man. This is motocross. You got to just toughen up and. Uh, just carry on with it, you know. I mean, everybody's got injuries out there, and everybody's making mistakes, and everybody's, you know, suspension's not perfect. You know, it's just who's going to grind it out the hardest, and uh, you know, just keep pushing through no matter what comes your way. You know, you just got to just push through it, man. Yeah, motocross, deal with it. <laughs> you're going to get dirt, you're going to get sore, you're going to get roosted, but man, at the end of the day, if you can cross that checkered flag first, there ain't no better feeling. Fair enough. I think there's some some lit words to live by mixed in there, my friend. I really appreciate you giving me some time, my friend. We will definitely have you on again. Uh, you're an absolutely phenomenal interview. Uh, I imagine that uh, that accent of yours kind of sticks out down in Georgia. Um, and uh, but 
like, yeah, I really can't thank you enough. Uh, once more, uh, give us, uh, give us uh, where we can find you on social media so my uh, my listeners can engage with you a little bit, follow the story, and uh, and support a guy who's uh, over from across the pond making his dreams come true. Yeah, well, uh, my Instagram is just at StephenClark105. Uh, my original number is actually 511, but uh, I couldn't get it this year. Again, as uh, I tried in the past too, and I could never be able to get it. So maybe next year I'm about to line up my normal number. But yeah, running 105, uh, an old Ryan Hughes fan. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, so there. That's where you get me out on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, follow me up, man. I'll be doing the rest of the East Coast, and especially the first few outdoors. And uh, thanks for having me on the show, man. It was nice to talk to you guys. And uh, hopefully I'll have some more stories to tell you next time. Definitely. We will call you up in uh, before East Rutherford and uh, definitely see you when I go there uh, in three weeks' time. Um, a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. You have a, a great rest of your evening. We'll talk again soon. Hi, right, man. Sounds good.